From the brains behind Teal the Show, this is Teal the Podcast, your source for Jaguars news and analysis with NFL insider Mark Brunel and your host, Cole Pepper. We welcome you in to Teal the Podcast, the gut punch edition. Mm. Jaguars lose to the Pittsburgh Steelers 20-16 to with five seconds to play. Cole Pepper, Mark Brunel. Uh, there have been a few difficult losses for the Jaguars through the years. Mm-hmm. I don't ever remember a regular season loss that is a tougher one to take considering the way they lost and what was at stake in this game. Well, what was at stake was the playoffs. Obviously, it was a long shot. We would have to win out probably, get some help from the other teams in our division. Uh, but hope was alive after this one. Um, we're not mathematically out of the hole, but it really is a long shot. And it was it was demoralizing. A game for three quarters that, that we were in control of. Solid defense. Uh, ran the ball well. It really fit into Doug Marone's formula, taking care of the ball. But then we got in that fourth quarter, and Ben Roethlisberger became Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. Um, I, you know, you talk about not being mathematically eliminated, but they're mm. eliminated. I mean, in all... They could go nine and seven, and it would have to be the absolute perfect storm right. for them to get there. So let's play the blame game, shall we? Okay. Uh, I, I blame you. <laughs> you did right after the game. It's your fault. Well, you're the closest one to me. I had to be mad at somebody, so I, I had chose. to lash out at somebody. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> all right. Do you blame the play calling for this one? You know, the only play that I had a tough time with, I love the commitment to the run. I, I think I it, we talked about formula. That, it, it's the only chance we're going to beat them, and it was going really well. But there are times when the game is on the line, when you get a third and five with a minute 50 left, uh, you're up three points, you have to have a first down. I, this is the NFL. Uh, it doesn't mean that you've got to push the ball down the field 12, 15 yards, but you should be able to get five yards um, and move the stick, get the first down, and win this football game. They didn't. They elected to go with the run. Um, I don't think they executed that play call real well. It looked like a zone read. Blake could have kept it. Perhaps there was a guy there. He probably made the right read. Uh, I'm a quarterback. I, I say throw it. Something. Get it out of your hands. Protection's a problem. It doesn't mean you got to sit in the pocket in a five- and seven-step drop. Get the ball out of your hands, quick throw, and get the first down. Uh, I liked the dedication to the run. I actually thought they should have been even more dedicated to the run early in the game. Yes. It was pretty clear that with the offensive linemen uh, who were missing, they played with Eric Flowers starting at uh, uh, at left tackle. Um, his first start as a Jaguar, guy who was let go by the Giants. Mm-hmm. They played with um, Tyler Shatley at center in place of the injured Brandon Linder. A.J. gets hurt. A.J. gets hurt, so that's what Chris Reed in. So you've got two... Starters on the offensive line, basically, um, and they couldn't pass protect at all. I mean, the Steelers are a very good pass rushing team, T.J. Watt and company. Um, it was pretty clear they were not getting the job done. So they had to run it, but I thought they should have run it even more, particularly early on. Now, there's also, and you played against a team that was amazing at winning games when they had a lead in the fourth quarter, and that was the Tennessee Titans. Right. Uh, Jeff Fisher had a knack for it, mm-hmm. and... He also often utilized three guys to salt a game away. A running quarterback, a tight end, and a power runner. Right. Steve McNair, usually Frank Wycheck or somebody, You're right. and, and, and Eddie George. The Jaguars have at least two of those components. I think you're. I would have liked to have seen more of Blake using his legs there late in the game. Yeah, and, and listen, nine times out of ten when Blake uses his legs, um, 
it's effective. He keeps drives alive. He made a couple nice runs today, one in particular uh, that was quite impressive, kept a drive alive, and it led to uh, Leonard Fournette's uh, touchdown. But uh, listen, it, that, that's, a, that's a tough one. And, and uh, I understand being concerned about the pass protection at the end. I get it. But it doesn't mean that you can't take a one-step or a quick three-step off the gun and get that ball out. Um, Blake threw for 104 yards. That's not enough. Even with our formula and being able to run the ball, uh, the passing game is just is just not there. And there's and there are reasons for it. I don't think they have a lot of confidence in Blake. Mm-hmm. They clearly don't have a lot of confidence in the pass protection. And the receivers are young and not playing very well. So there are reasons for that, not throwing the ball uh, as much as they did. There is some blame to go around with Blake Bortles today. Mm-hmm. He didn't play sure. his best game by any stretch of the imagination. But he took care of the ball until the last play of the game, mm-hmm. desperation play. And more often than not, when you start talking about uh, if you want... I thought for 57 minutes, this was the kind of game the Jaguars should have been trying to play all year long. Dominating defense, commitment to the running game, safe with a passing game, uh, and particularly with the injuries on the offensive line. I thought this was the style. So I will commend Nate Hackett for that approach. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and, And Doug Marone as well. The other interesting kind of twist in this story today was that about two hours before the game kicked off, ESPN's Adam Schefter dropped a story that the Jaguars, the headline said Jaguars considering considering shopping, and what it what it really what if you read the story it really said that some NFL sources told him that they expected Jalen Ramsey to be traded. Interesting. So I mean, and he goes out and plays the way he did. And then he goes. He said he didn't use it as motivation. But boy, that <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, do you yeah. buy that? <laughs> well, I don't know what he used for motivation, but he played his best game as a Jaguar. Two interceptions. I mean, just shut down for the most part. Antonio Brown. Listen, uh, he's a great player, and I will say this, Cole. Uh, just talking to some guys down the Jaguars, there are some concerns about Jalen, not the way he plays, just how he is in the locker room. Mm-hmm. Some things that sure. he's put it out on social media. Um, I've heard it put this way: he, he's been a handful, but you know. He's a really good player, and it's tough to find guys like Jalen Ramsey. You know, the, uh, the, the ta- this is, and this is, we can play a game of what if here. Sure. If you were going to trade Jalen Ramsey, and I'm not advocating for or against it at this point, um, if you were going to trade him, and you could trade him for a pick that would be a franchise quarterback, would you do that? I mean, you'd have to get an awful lot in return for a guy who is as talented as he is. Yes, the hard part is if you if you get a pick, let's say you get a first round for Jalen, you need you probably want more than that. Mm-hmm. But first round quarterbacks, uh, you're rolling the dice because Cole, you don't know, mm-hmm. and uh, um, more times than not, those first round quarterbacks who you think is going to be your franchise guy, it doesn't doesn't yeah. play. Top you, ten quarterbacks are about sure fifty. Thing. Top ten quarterbacks are about yeah. fifty fifty. It's got to be a sure like thing, that. an Andrew Luck, mm-hmm. you know, something special that you know. If we put the pieces in place, this guy's going to be a hit. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of guys out there. So, By uh, the way, Alabama's Tua Tagovailoa is not eligible for the draft this year, just as a note. <laughs> just throwing it out there. But uh, but if you could get a franchise quarterback, knowing that the guy can be your guy, an effective guy that can win you a Super Bowl that's going to be around for 10 or 12 years, then, yeah, you, that's I think we do agree. That's what, that's we what you we, have to get, right? That's what you have to get. That's what we. I think that's what we need. But um, there's a lot of other needs out there, too, right now as you look at this 3-7 and seven football team. A couple of other things that I wanted to bring out um, in the uh, locker room afterwards. Um, Malik Jackson was asked by reporters uh, some question, or was about to be asked a question. He said, 
you guys need to ask the starters those questions. Yeah. Malik didn't start today for the first time in his Jaguars career. Obviously not a fan of that move. That's one of those things where you hear that and you go, I mean, red flag, right? It is a red flag, and, and, and Cole, there may be a lot of red flags. Uh, what guys tweet or put out on social media, what they say to, to, the, to the media. Um, there's a 24-hour rule, I, I always thought. Listen, after a tough loss, man, don't say anything. Mm-hmm. If, and if that means not being in the locker room when the media's in there, that's fine. If you just can't help yourself, uh, I get it, but it's tough. But um, it'll be interesting to see how this team responds from this. What's said... How the guys work. Um, I made a point earlier. You know, it, we've gone from uh, making a run, playing for the playoffs, to a bunch of guys playing for their jobs now, and that's where it's at. Guys are playing for their jobs. You've been in that position. Absolutely, I've been in that position multiple times. When you get halfway through the season, or, or you get uh, about ten games in, and you don't have a chance to make the playoffs, and guys cash it in. Now they still show up, they still work, but when it comes to game time and things start going bad. There's even at the professional level, guys stop being a professional and to a degree start to quit a little bit. Is that where it shows up the most? Is if a game, if it's ten nothing, the end of the first quarter, guys mentally don't want to pay the price to try to fight their way back. I thought I, we were talking about before the game. I, I, I thought, listen, if we if we start out hot, you know, we're going to be fine. We get down ten nothing, this team's mm-hmm. going to fold. That's what I expected. We were up nine nothing. We were up sixteen nothing, and I'm not. They kept fighting. They kept, you know. Um, but you got the sense in that fourth quarter, oh, no, Ben Roethlisberger, you know, the, the momentum, it yeah, shifted. You leaned over to me and said, I hope Ben doesn't become Ben and, now. And, and Ben then, became Ben. And yeah. listen, he was he was terrible. Mm-hmm. He was terrible for most of that game. Uh, his last couple drives, you know, he, that's why he's an elite quarterback, which elite quarterbacks are hard to find. And in that situation, there's only five quarterbacks in the NFL that are going to win that football game, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And Ben's one of them. Yeah, Brady, Breeze, Rodgers, yeah. Yeah. Phil, Ben, uh, uh, Philip Rivers. Maybe now Mahomes. We don't know yeah. enough of that. Yeah, but, but I, you know, I don't know if, if – we don't know if Mahomes is a come-from-behind guy. Right. You know, he's dynamic he, and he's he can play. playing from ahead all year, basically. <laughs> he really has. More or less. But when, the, when it's – it's time to make a play. Uh, there are some guys in this league that just find a way to do it, and Ben's one of them. He's one of the best, maybe the best, maybe the best, you know, right now as far as coming from behind. So the Jaguars have to turn their attention to the rest of the season and somehow try to keep it together here. Uh, we will do the same. We'll probably keep it together. <laughs> Uh, we will also uh, want to let you know that we will be talking about the draft and free agency at some point, but we're going to hold off until the Jaguars are mathematically eliminated from the playoffs, just for our own sanity. You can only talk draft so much, but we will, uh, as we get closer to the end of the year and looking to the offseason, we will continue to heal the podcast throughout the offseason as well. Uh, remember, you can subscribe to Teal the Podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Stitcher, and you can always find Teal the Podcast on newsforjacks.com. Also, one other note, we will have another uh, podcast uh, looking ahead to the Buffalo Bills matchup, a game that could have been all about another playoff rematch. Hopefully this one goes a little bit better for the Jaguars. For Mark Brunel, I'm Cole Pepper. Have a safe and happy Thanksgiving. Hope you get lots of the three Fs, food, football, and family. Thanks so much for listening to Teal the Podcast.